into today's topic, I'd like to share something with you all that I saved to my phone on January 2nd of this year. I believe I found it on Facebook, if I'm not mistaken. However, as I went through my list of potential topics for my podcast and I've reread this, I realized just how relative it is to where I am in my life at this time. I hope that it blesses you just as it blessed me. It's entitled Gracefully Broken. I was in Dollar Tree last night and there was a lady and two kids behind me in the long line. One was a big kid and one was a toddler. The bigger one had a pack of glow sticks and the baby was screaming for them. So the mom opened the pack and gave him one which stopped his tears. He walked around with it smiling, but then the bigger boy took it and the baby began screaming again. Just as the mom was about to fuss at the older child, he bent the glow sticks and handed it back to the baby. As we walked outside at the same time, the baby noticed that the stick was now glowing and his brother said, I had to break it so you could get the full effect from it. I almost ran around because I could hear God saying to me, I had to break you to show you why I created you. You had to go through it so you could fulfill your purpose. That little baby was happy just swinging that unbroken glow stick around in the air because he didn't understand what it was created to do, which was glow. There are some people who will be content just being But some of us that God has chosen, we have to be broken. We have to get sick. We have to lose our job. We go through a divorce. We have to bury our friends and loved ones. Because in those moments of desperation, God is breaking us. But when the breaking is done, then will we be able to see the reason for which we were created. So when you see us glowing, just know that we have been broken but healed by his grace and his mercy. Before I get into today's topic, which is Christmas now versus Christmas then, I'd like to give a shout out to my son Thaddeus who gave me a wonderful microphone for Christmas. Prior to that, I have been recording from directly from the microphone which is installed on my laptop, but this microphone is wonderful as my voice comes across crystal clear. Thank you, son. Love you. Christmas now and Christmas then. This year, Christmas was different for everyone across the globe. None of us were exempt. In the past, some people may have have had wonderful Christmases, some mediocre, and some may not have had a Christmas at all. But we were all affected this year because of the pandemic. We had to socially distance, we had to wear our mask, and we also had to limit the number of people that we were allowed to be in our homes or, you know, wherever we may have gone. Um, And so that that was really different. Christmas has always been my favorite holiday ever, 
as I love all of the food and the decorations and the music and just everything that, that goes along with Christmas. This year, it was just my granddaughter and I for, you know, I don't know how many hours after she woke up and, you know, she, though, didn't feel the effect of that as she ran around opening gift after gift and playing with toy after toy, shouting to the top of her lungs, this is the best Christmas ever. And so that made me feel good because I have to admit, I struggled for part of the morning. You know, I, I kept that from her, you know, because obviously I would never want to ruin things for her, you know, as we played with her toys and as I took tons of videos and tons of pictures of her, as she was enjoying her day, you know, but it was just totally different for me because for the first time ever on Christmas morning, it was just the two of us. And honestly, I can't remember a time since my kids were born that it was just no one else there, you know. Um, but we managed to to get through it, you know. And she was good up until I had to start cooking. And then she was like, I want you to play with me. I'm like, girl, I've played with you for hours on end. And now I've got to start cooking so that we can eat something. <laughs> because we hadn't had breakfast. I mean, she, we, had, we did have a cookie that we had from McDonald's the day prior. And so she said, she said to me, Oh, so we can have a cookie? I'm like, yeah, it's Christmas. You can have anything you want for breakfast. She said, what about candy? I said, girl, no, you cannot have candy. And so <laughs> I mentioned that to my best friend. He was like, so you lied to her? I'm like, okay, well, not really, but all right. And so later on, of course, she convinced me let her have candy before she had breakfast. I mean, after all, I did say it's Christmas. You can have anything you want. So we have to be careful for what we say. <laughs> or we have to be careful rather of what we say. Later, my oldest daughter and my youngest daughter, as well as my grandson arrived. And that was, that was good. You know, um, Jordan Marie was able to play with her brother and spend time with her mom and her aunt. And so they were able to keep her occupied while I, while I um, was able to get br brunch going. That evening, we went to my son's house as he cooked Christmas dinner, which was actually pretty good. You know, I mean, everything was done well or well done, I guess I should say, and quite tasty, I have to admit. Now, let me just say this. When he lived with me, do you think he cooked a real meal? Absolutely not. But we see what our kids do when they move away from home. They figure it all out and they know they have to eat. So they learn to cook. <laughs> and so he did. But everything was really good. And I have to admit that I was really, really proud of him for... Um, the meal that he prepared for us. Now, again, this year was, was, was different. My uh, parents were unable to, to come because they had something to do later that impacted them being able to, to come to the brunch. So I missed them being here. 
you know, and because of all of the social distancing and the small gatherings, I, I miss the hugs, I miss the, the smooches that, you know, you give your family, you know, and so all of that was, was different this year, but at the end of the day, I'm grateful to still be in the land of the living. Like I said, even though I, I struggled for part of the day because I felt it, you know, but I didn't have to to be here or I could have been laid up in the hospital or missed Christmas completely. But I, I, I thank God that despite what I was feeling, he allowed me to, to be here and to celebrate Christmas with my family, even though again, it was, it was a small, a small gathering. Now, when I think about Christmas growing up, it was, it was even different back then. You know, my sister and I, we used to spend every Christmas with my paternal grandparents. My grandfather would get this, the tallest tree that he could find. And when I tell you that the top of that tree hit the ceiling, the top of that tree hit the ceiling. And the tree was decorated with everything you can imagine. Angel hair and snow and every kind of bulb and lights and garland and whatever else they could think of to, to put on that tree. And I loved the smell of pine. And because of them, I always had to have a live tree. That is until I moved here like three years ago and my son was like we're not gonna have a live tree this year because I don't feel like dragging it in and I don't feel like cleaning up all the pine needles afterwards because as we all know months down the road you're still finding pine needles I don't care how many times you vacuum there's always some stragglers that have been left behind but honestly it actually worked out because my granddaughter was two and a half at the time and I got a snowman Christmas tree which she absolutely loves because it was something different. So it was, that was fun for her. I think about when we used to look for our gifts. My grandmother was not creative. <laughs> she used to hide our gifts in the same spot every single year. And that was behind the sofa. So... Undoubtedly, my sister and I always found them and we would ooh and ah over everything that we got because most of the time it was everything that we had on our list, you know, and so we carefully put things back the way we found them, or at least we hoped that we did anyway. We used to, like I said, we used to go to my, uh, grand, my paternal grandparents' house and you know, back then the gatherings were large, you know, the aunts were there, the uncles were there, the cousins were there, you know, and during that time, the adults and the children did not mix. We had a kitty table and we had an adult table. And I remember, I believe I was 13 when I graduated to the adult table. You couldn't tell me that I wasn't the stuff back then. It was like, wow, now I'm a big kid. And so I picked on the younger kids like, y'all can't sit over here with us. And I would laugh at them because they still had to sit at the kitty table. Yeah, what can I tell you? I was just a brat.
you know. But it was, it was fun. I mean, those years were were fun, and everybody fixed. Even though my grandmother fixed like most of the food, I remember my father fixing the oyster dressing, and I haven't had oyster dressing since I was a kid. But I remember it being very, very good, you know. And so for me, when I fix dressing, I have to admit. There's no creativity whatsoever. I open up the stovetop stuffing, put it in the pot, and I cook it up that way. You know, but back then, they, they cooked a lot of stuff, or I would be willing to say most of the things they cooked from scratch, you know, and it was it was good, you know. Um, I remember also when I first found out that there was no such thing as Santa Claus. The guy across the street from my maternal grandmother, his name was Dennis, and he was the one who told me there was no such thing as Santa Claus. And I can remember running across the street, crying to my grandmother, and she's like, what's wrong with you, girl? What's wrong with you? And she was always excitable. And I said to her, Dennis told me there was no such thing as Santa Claus. And she said, don't listen to him. He doesn't know what he's talking about. But from that moment on, I knew that there was no such thing as Santa Claus. I was no longer a believer. I remember when I was about six, I was so convinced that there was such a thing as Santa Claus that you couldn't tell me that I didn't hear Santa and the reindeer on the roof of the house that we lived in during that time. You know, I I, I could have sworn I heard them. You know, and um, and so because I was so devastated when I found out the truth, my kids never believed in Santa Claus. I always told them that there was no such thing, however, not to tell their friends about it because I wanted their friends to believe whatever it was their parents told them. And so that's how my kids grew up, you know, and um. My granddaughter is being raised the same way. She knows. And so when adults ask her, are you ready for Santa Claus? Or what is Santa going to bring you? She gets this funny look on her face first. But then she answers their question. You know, she doesn't tell them that she doesn't believe. But she knows what the, the truth is. And so... Again, as I sit here, I can reminisce about Christmas's past and certainly it brings a smile to my face as I do have good memories to think on during this time of the world just being totally different. I can only pray that Next Christmas, things will be back to some semblance of normalcy. I pray for for those of you who are really going through this time, as it is difficult. I have to be honest, I've had my moments of being quite sad about where we are now. Um, I've struggled 
with it, particularly this month. I don't, I don't know why, but this month has been extremely difficult for me. You know, now I've had really, really good days and I'm grateful for that. But there have been days that I've also struggled this month. So I pray for those of you who are struggling. I pray that you'll get through this, you know, whether it's because you've lost your job or you've been unable to, to see your family or you're missing your loved ones. I pray that you have a good support system and that you're able to to get through this time and that you're that you won't have to go it alone and that those days that you're depressed again that you have someone that you can reach out to or maybe someone who can feel that you're going through and they'll reach out to you because it's not good to be alone so as we finish out this year as now we're only a couple of days before the new year begins. Just know that this is going to pass sooner than later. Don't allow yourself to become weary. Don't give up. I know all the social distancing is frustrating for all of us. I know wearing the mask. It's frustrating for all of us, but these are the things that we must do to keep ourselves and our families and our friends safe. So I want to say to you all in my closing, Merry Christmas and have a very, 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 very happy new year. Love you much. If you'd like to know what else I'm up to, please check out my blog at gracedevereaux.com and my Instagram account at Grace Devereaux. Devereaux is spelled D-E-V-E-R-A-U-X. Again, it's spelled D-E-V-E-R-A-U-X. My podcast is not only at Anchor and Spotify, but you can find it uploaded at Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Rocket Cast, and Radio Public. Again, thank you so much for tuning in.